Welcome to the Grindstaff Publishing Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Grindstaff. Hello all, thank you for joining me. Um, I will not say this is the Grindstaff Publishing Podcast and I am your host, Tyler Grindstaff, because I realized that um, with all of the first part of this, I guess season one, if you want to call it that, or the room to roam part of this podcast, um, I was always saying that even though my intro said both of those things, it wasn't until I started or until I listened to a, a current episode of a, of a podcast I like, and they're like, you know, why we, why do we, we do that? Cause this, this is our, our intro has that. Why do we need to say it again? So from here on out, I'll try not to say this is a Grindstaff publishing podcast. I am your host, Tyler Grindstaff, because it is redundant. So I apologize for anybody that has been listening to that redundancy um, for a while now. I apologize. Um, but I will stop doing that. Um, just on, it's on my end of things. Nobody said anything about it. I just thought about it with a different podcast and I was like, Oh, that's a really good point. This, uh, this episode, I wanted to focus on audio. So kind of a nice fitting thing that I figured that, you know, intro thing out with my own podcast because, um, I've been thinking a lot about audio. Um, not only because I just bought a really cool, um, boom arm, and plus a shock mount for my microphone. It's all through Rode, so I went the whole you know name brand thing. Um, I guess I try not to. I tried going with a Proline boom arm, but it just seemed really flimsy, and I didn't want to have my nice Rode microphone on there. So I just uh, you know went for it. Got a Rode everything. So pretty soon, I think on Tuesday it'll get here. So I'll probably do a, a episode then as well. But basically, once that gets here, I'll start working on my um, Chasing the Kingfish audiobook. Um, and then start doing what I did with the room to room thing. So I'll do like a, you know, an episode of, um, of, you know, the, the audiobook chapter kind of more raw with, with not as much editing as it's going to be in the final product. And then I'll do a kind of explain what happened because again, the chasing the kingfish really did happen. So, um, I'm really excited to talk about Alaska and fishing and all that stuff. And just the people I met up in Alaska and that whole deal. So Hopefully Tuesday I'll start doing that, so it'll be be pretty cool. But the audio part I want to talk about was more about the the product of audio. Obviously, I'm doing a podcast right now. This is for free, so I, I'm not making any, any money off of it, and I just like to talk into a microphone, and you know it's creative, and I, I think it's pretty fun. But as far as the other other audio goes, um, this might be I'm, I think I might call these kind of things um, like an on writing series, like on writing. This will be called audio. So I think that's what I'm going to start doing, um, kind of like not really tips, but just talking about writing. So writing or art or something like that, photography, that kind of stuff will be kind of under the on writing category. So I guess that'll be kind of how it's going to go from now on. Um, more importantly, though, um, I want to talk about why I'd, I chose to do my own audiobook, um, the process of doing that, and also the process of getting it out into the world, because it was all new. Um, anyone that's listened to me before or who knows me, I'm totally by myself. And so everything that I put out on grandsidepublishing.com or whatever um, is from my own doing. So all this stuff I've had to learn and, you know, uh, buy. And it, it's really, I love the process. I love to learn new things and do new things. And um, anything that I can, um, you know, push publish on, like create something and put it out into the world, I'm I get super addicted might be a really good word for it. I get kind of manic and that man, those manic episodes kind of manifest, manifest themselves into, you know, create creativity. So 
whether it be just the simple act of, you know, pushing, you know, post on Instagram or, um, you know, what, m- m- um, adding, manipulating a, a, um, a website thing, whatever that is, it just makes me really happy. So with the audio um, portion of it, it all kind of came down to the audiobook. And so um, I'm a little tired, so that's why it's a little stuttery this time, a little stammery this time, so I apologize. But um, it's kind of fitting because it, it highlights... I guess that's something that I've dealt with a long time with the stammer, the stutter. Um, and so uh, to the idea of talking into a microphone, I guess kind of professionally now, um, is interesting and a really weird turn of events. Um, but I like doing it. I like to talk. I like to hear myself talk. And hopefully people out there want to listen to a little bit of what I say and not just get too turned off by it. But um, And certain things I think I have something to say. So hopefully this is one of them. Um, but it's interesting because, uh, the idea of doing my own audiobook, you know, stems obviously from writing a book. And so it was always like, you know, the, there, you can't put the cart before the horse. Um, people do a lot with the poll podcast world. And they just kind of talk about nothing. Um, but I hope that this podcast is something that people can, you know, glean some kind of information from or entertainment or something. Um, I think it's kind of cool. Uh, but the audiobook kind of came came about because it's a new medium. You know, it's a um, I I I like microphones. I like the audio part. I like editing stuff, whether it be photographs or the written word or you know apparently um, audio. And so when I decided to do it, which was uh, September of 2020, there is no real um, backing behind it besides just me being. Well, maybe I maybe I want to get into a different thing. Like maybe I just want to you know keep facilitating my my creativity and also like kind of promote the the writing I did with the Room to Rome book. And then once I started doing it, it was really fun. Um, the feedback I got was pretty overwhelmingly uh, you know pretty happy. Um, the fact that the way I did it um, definitely with Room to Rome, it's probably gonna change a little bit with the chasing the kingfish part of this. But with the Room to Rome part, it was cool because. It, it allowed me a chance to just kind of free think and free talk about the, the behind the scenes part of Room to Rome. And so in September, I bought my Rode microphone, the NT-USB, which is amazing. Um, excellent sound quality, not too expensive. It's like 180 bucks. Uh, it's pretty cool. Great, great microphone. And it came with a pop shield and everything. So I was pretty set. So once I got that, I was like, well, I think I'll just do like a podcast thing, like more like a writing podcast. There's none, none of those just pure writing podcasts out there. And then I decided to, okay, well, I have this microphone. I can talk into it. It's pretty pretty easy to edit. I like doing it. So let's do an audiobook. And so I just sat down, uh, opened up GarageBand, and went after it. What I didn't realize was the time it takes to do an audiobook. I mean, you know, these things are fun because I sit down and about a half an hour, just, you know, jibber jabber into a microphone. And then I just kind of just do a little bit of editing, add an intro, and then I'm done. Push publish. But with audiobook, that could not be further from the truth. Um, like I said, I am not a professional of this at all. I'm sitting in my garage. Um, behind me is all, you know, this open space full of just weird stuff. I have next to me my guitar, um, uh, exercise bike, a punching bag. On the left, I have um, my woodworking tool uh, tool area, my workbench over there, 
And behind me is just a, you know, a, a two car garage of just, you know, stuff. And so this is far from what you would call a uh, professional setup. And so, um, it was weird because it took a little bit, I mean, even though my microphone is like a plug and play, you, you just plug into the microphone, you plug into a USB port and you're ready to go. You just push record. But it took me a little bit to figure out the nuances of, um, uh, record levels and different things like that. So I watched a few videos on the old YouTube. Um, and I kind of went from there. Um, I laid down my first because, you know, an audiobook is always someone reading a book. But it's really weird to read your own book out loud to, to an audience you don't know who is out there. And so it's just really, really bizarre feeling at first. And so the first chapter was kind of a weird, really quiet, very slow paced thing. And I was like, eh. I was like, well, I, I mean, it's there, so I, I just want to edit it. And so I thought I was just going to have the first chapter be like a, um, you know, a practice thing. Um, I started editing it. Um, editing takes a long time because audio is in real time. And so you can't speed it up. I mean, you can speed it up. But for normal purposes in this respect, you can't speed it up. You can't really edit any faster than real time stuff. And so all the, or the stuff... I had to go through and, you know, edit that out. And so, um, you know, you, you also don't, or I'll say me, I didn't realize how many just weird things you do with your mouth. Like talking, I'm like in this situation, I'm talking normal. Like there's nothing weird about what I'm doing. I'm just talking normally. Um, but when you're reading, at least my reading pattern, um, I guess my brain is very much like paragraph centric. So, you know, I'll, I'll sound like this, and then after the after a sentence or whatever, then like you know have to take a breath and go on. And so that was really annoying. So I had to I had to edit out thousands of you know kind of things because I I was trying to you know you know just breathe and do it all right and just have really nice sentences. So when I when I write books and write stories, it's very much like an, an, an explosion of typing. Like I have to do it on, on a keyboard because I want to go really really fast and get what's in my brain on the paper as soon as possible, then I'll edit later. But when I'm reading, um, it's like, I have to do one sentence, <sighs> one sentence, <sighs> then just keep on going farther and farther. And so I had I had no idea the undertaking I, I had done. And it was funny because it wasn't until probably a month into it, you know, my friend, I told, I told one of my really good friends, and he's like, "Your that sounds tedious, that sucks. Like, why would you do it to yourself? Um, <clears throat> so, excuse me. And so it's it about then and after a month of doing my own editing and all that stuff and being like, wow, I am tired of hearing myself. Um, so I kind of tinkered and it wasn't going very fast. Um, you know, I editing took a long time. And then in the beginning, it was, mo it was a lot of just me totally quiet, listening to myself and editing that way. Very quickly, I realized that to do it's hard to listen to yourself over and over and over again make the same mistakes you know i started getting really self-conscious about my stutter or my my tongue movements or the clicking i hear and so uh i started <clears throat> started putting the the audio bar super low so i could barely hear it, and then i put like lo-fi music on you know above it and so i'd be listening to, to lo-fi or like you know uh kind of like more instrumental hip-hop so that way I had like the beat there, but I didn't have to listen to myself like totally, al totally alone. Like it was like literally, you know, listening to yourself in a, in a, in a, in a 
uh, I guess, an echo chamber or something, like, you're just sitting there, you, you hear yourself in a vacuum, which is tedious and very, very difficult to do after a while. A while. And so, like, September, October, it was kind of going slow, but it was going, and then then I was like, man, in November, I was like, man, I could finish this, this audiobook before the end of the year, and I love deadlines. I love to, to push myself and make ridiculous deadlines that are really difficult. Um, it's just something that is in my masochistic side of myself. So I was like, okay, well, at this rate, I can knock out. I mean, I, I have this, I have it saved somewhere of how many of my month of December chart, which is absolutely ridiculous. It's crazy. Um, it is all my own doing. It wasn't like, oh, you know, I, I want to impress somebody. It's like, no, I just wanted to, to do it for myself and like get it done. And so I set out and like, you know, mid to late November to being like, okay, I'm going to get this thing done and publish by the first of the year. So, you know, no one, you know, no one knew what the new year was going to bring. Pandemic was all over us. So I was like, well, you know, I was, I was working full time. I, I have an hour commute both way or you know, one way then back. Um, <clears throat> I have toddlers and a wife. So it was like, okay, well, this is, this is pretty crazy, but we're going to do it. So the month of December was me going at a ferocious pace, just ridiculous pace. Um, and somehow, some way, mostly a lot of like um, beer. Well, sorry, it wasn't just beer. There was a lot of beer. But it was cool because I love Christmas time. And so um, my wife and I got our den with a tree in it and got it all set up. And it was so cozy, so, so cozy. Um, and so like every night I, I'd be you know, either recording audio or like a lot of editing the audio in there. So I'd have a beer, I'd go in there, have, have the lights low, have some like Christmas music, Christmas music playing, um, you know, lo-fi stuff and just edit, 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 edit. And miraculously, I did it. I, I you know, I think it was December 29th. I, I um, and then it was, um, I got it uploaded to um, Amazon ACX, which I'll talk about pretty soon, um, which was Amazon's audiobook thing. Got it up on there, and I was like, damn, I did it. Like, it's published. I'm, I'm going to have, like, an audiobook ready tomorrow. Not the case. Um, if, if I learned anything about this process of, you know, being an independent bookseller, writer, artist thing, is that nothing technology-wise is how you think. Um, nothing works like that. Nothing works like, oh, it's going to be really easy. Um, nothing. Like if you're, if you're, if you're going to go through any kind of publishing thing, like I go through Amazon for my books, um, that's not easy to do. It's like, it, it's like once you get a, once you get all the, the, the things figured out and you get all like the limitations and the margins and, and everything Amazon wants you to do to mass produce your books, it's easy to do. And like doing books in the future are really easy to do. The initial setup of using Amazon is a huge pain in the ass. The exact same thing times 10 happened with Amazon ACX. I can't remember what ACX stands for, but basically it is, um, you know, kind of like the Kindled KDP, AKA the, the Amazon publishing thing um, for books. On the ACX um, is a seemingly simple thing. You log in, um, you can use your same thing you do with your KDP account. And then you go through and you upload... Um, you know, all, all the audiobook chapters, um, you do a uh, opening statement, closing statement, uh, like a, like, a, like a one to two, I think mine's like one or one and a half minute um, sample of a chapter you want to use. And then you theoretically say up, upload and then it, it magically goes away to the, the editing fairies and then it's done. But in reality, it's not. It's very, it's 
I don't understand how my audiobook got published because once I pushed publish or you know submit on December 29th, I was thought I was golden, but it wasn't until a couple weeks later or maybe a week later that it, I, I got an email from them saying that it got denied. It's like, oh damn, that's not good. Click, I looked through and there's like probably six or seven different issues, all technical issues. And so I was like, that's, that's not good. And, um, but they were weird stuff. Like, you know, this is, this is a little off or, you know, you, the, the biggest one I kept seeing was that you started, you started each chapter with a tone with the, you know, some kind of sound, even though in the, um, the guidelines I followed, I thought to a T, um, were the opposite of that. And so I, I edited, I submitted it again. And I think it was three times. And I was like, dude, this sucks. Like, this is a very this is a very confusing thing. You know, it's all not automated, but it's all like you know probably one person just swiping through a bunch of just crappy audiobooks. And so it was very impersonal. And I was like, dude, after three, I'm like, I'm I'm done. Like I started saying like, you know, I I, I created a um, a memo on my phone that said basically fuck ACX. Basically, how do I get away from having to use ACX to publish my audiobook? Because the beautiful thing about Amazon ACX is like, oh, of course, you sell it through Amazon, but you also sell it through iTunes and Audible, which no one has to say. Those are the three biggest ways you consume, you know, anything, especially audiobooks. Um, so it's a huge part of getting your audiobook out there. Um, you know, the royalties are huge, or the, they take a lot of the money away before you get your royalties. But, you know, whatever, I'm not in this to make a ton of money right now. I just want to get my books, my books read and heard and seen by as many people as possible. And so I was like, hell yeah. So I thought initially, yes, it's great. It's free. It, it's all with the Amazon KDP and Amazon ACX and Amazon Umbrella. And I just wanted to have my, my audiobook out there. I didn't I didn't think it was very good. It's my very first audiobook. I never done an audiobook in my life. I've barely recorded anything. And here I am saying, here, here's my entire book on audio. Um, so hopefully you like it. Smile. Um, but then uh, after three times, it just didn't work. And so I was like, screw it, man. I'm done. You know, I just kind of said, screw it. I, I tried figuring out different ways of of um, promoting slash developing slash selling all those words, um, getting my book out there, my audiobook out there. And it's difficult, but I was like, man, even if I have to burn this onto a CD, you know, it's, it's only six and a half hours of read time. So I'm not, not that long. I can just burn a CD and sell it that way, like hustle on the streets kind of thing. Um, I think it was in early February. I got a random email from Amazon ACX saying your audiobook has been um, submitted or uh, not submitted, um, accepted. And so I was like, wow, where were you, where have you been? You know, you guys have been totally radio silent on me. I totally gave up on you and then it, where it was. So, you know, for a couple of weeks I thought, yeah, screw this man. I, I, you know, I don't need them. I'll do my own way. Um, and then I put my, you know, the, this podcast is, is free. Oh, and then before I got the acceptance, um, thing, uh, it, during my fuck ACX little tirade I had going on in my own little world, um, I was like, you know what? If they don't want to do anything about it or it's hard for them to do it, I'm going to do the old-fashioned way. I'm going to the old YouTube. So I went to YouTube, and I I, I, uh, I think they're pretty nice. But basically, I, I made, like, title cards for every single chapter. Um, I, I slimmed down the, the, the audio you know stuff, that kind of the beginning and end of the podcast stuff, and put it all up there for free on... Um, on YouTube, you know, of course, no one was sought or anything. The algorithms don't work, don't work like that. But you know, I was like, at least for my own personal sanity, my audiobook is out there. Anyone can find it. Just room to room pod or room to room audiobook. Boom. 
super happy about it. And then I think like then like probably a week or less than that after that happened, the last, the last, um, YouTube went up on there. Um, then I got this sentence letter from ACX and then it was like, wow, that's a weird process, but I don't know how I got here. Um, but I did. And then I was like, great. So now it's on there. And so now if you go to the website, Grice Publishing, it's a very first, it's on the very first featured page and get audiobook, click it, and it takes you right to Audible. So I don't know. I I don't know what happened. I don't know how that happened, but it did. So the whole point of this episode is audio is difficult. Um, it is definitely a reason why they're professionals that have sultry voices and have editing software out the wazoo and recording studios that have recording engineers. Um, so if you want to do your own audiobook, do it. It's awesome. It's so much fun talking into a microphone. It feels very old school. It feels very like, you know, radio, like podcasts in general make me feel like I am like a radio DJ. Um, you know, my voice is deep. And so hopefully it sounds pretty good to some people. Um, you know, it's not too high pitched or whatever. It doesn't, doesn't sound unappealing. Um, but it, it's just, uh, it's, it's a fun medium to be into. Um, just a little dip in your toes. And so what I learned from the whole room to realm audiobook thing is that one, um, patience is key. Um, you know, not only all of the other, you know, like, oh, speak in like this, this rhythm or like have like, in, you know, inflections or whatever, or try to, you know, try to be animated through the audio. None of that stuff. You'll figure that out by yourself. Um, I think that, you know, as soon as a person that, that is interested in an audiobook sees that it is um, narrated by the author, I think instantly that, that gives the book more credibility. Like, you know, how cool is that? You know, a, a, a person, you know, if, if you're a huge author, then you don't really count. But if you're, if you're a small time person that no one knows about, you know, it's awesome. Like you're, you, it's your baby. Like it came from your head, you put it on paper and then you chose to go from paper to a different medium. Like, yeah, you know, obviously you can do the, the ebook thing and that's, I guess, a different medium, but not really. It's still, a, you know, it's still a written word. Um, but this is different. You know, it's like, it's a bit, it's a different, different process of that. And so that's why once I got the Room to Rome book done, I mean, it was immediately like, okay, I want to take a little break. And then I want to go right into doing Chasing the Kingfish because Chasing the Kingfish is a lot more smooth it's a lot more of an adventure story you know room to Rome I wrote in like this very you know almost like a journal entry thing so there was a coherent story to it there's a flow to it but it wasn't like a it wasn't a really good story like the Alaskan story is great like I think personally I'm very biased obviously but I think it's great I think it's a good story um it goes it has a beginning has a middle and has an end has like a character arc development and it all it's all real and so the fact that I can, I told my story in a novel and I can do it this way and I can maybe, you know, get to a different audience and like, maybe they, they like my voice and maybe that they, they get a different vision of what I'm trying to say. So yeah, I mean, if you, if you're on the fence about audiobooks, it's a huge pain in the ass. It's, it's kind of sucks. It's long, it's tedious, but so is writing. I mean, all those words, um, all those adjectives describe writing in general. Like, you know, storytelling isn't about you know, it's like, oh, I'll just put my, put my camera on a tripod and just live my life. Like there has to be something behind it, that little bit of angst, that little bit of tension, you know, th- to make it a good story. Um, that's a little bit rambling and pretentious, but you know, it, it just, there, there, there's part of a story that, that is enhanced by getting told differently. 
or through different mediums, you know, or, you know, it's like a picture going from, you know, black and white to being color, like that subtle change. It's the same subject matter, but it's just different. You know, this is the exact same thing. I mean, it seems like to me that, you know, the written word is like, people will always pick a book up, you know, it, it, it's a tangible thing. You know, I love books, people love books, bookstores, but sometimes you don't have access to that, you know, or it's not on your phone immediately. Like you just want to be okay, well, this, this, you know, and plus like the way I do this is that I kind of preview it or really give it to it to people for free because it's on the podcast, but this podcast is never meant to be like, oh man, like I'm just going to talk about this really cool stuff or like these murder mysteries or how Sasquatch got his, you know, feet dirty, but like, um, but I hope it helps people, you know, just see a little, just w my way of doing it. You know, is it the right way, the wrong way? No one's going to know that. I have no idea what the hell that is. But it's it's a way to kind of like just shine a different light on it. And so, yeah, just if you, if you want to do audio, absolutely do it. I will also say that try not to spend a lot of money on it either. Because if you have a, an Apple product, you have GarageBand. GarageBand is very simple, very easy to use, and it's pretty, pretty nice. It's pretty good software, um, you know, for my very limited you know, knowledge range. You know, if you want to spend spend a good chunk of money on the microphone, obviously, because that's what's going to capture this, you know, beautiful voice that you have, and I hopefully have. But, uh, but yeah, just don't don't go crazy with it. Um, you know, that's why podcasts are, are just absolutely exploding, and they have exploded for the past, you know, a few years. Is that it's super easy. You know, oh, that's also something that I'll just pop in right real quick. Um, I love podcasts. I I'm not alone in that. I mean, it's great. They're fantastic. They're free. Um, and so I thought that um, you just record whatever you want to talk about. You upload it onto some kind of website and you push publish and it's free and everything's beautiful. That's true. The problem is, is that I didn't know this until I, until I had to know it, is that you have to have a podcast hub to do anything with that, you know, audio. And so I go through a um, thing called Castos. And so it's like $130 a year, which is pretty good. Um, that, that, that's okay. It costs a lot less than my, my microphone did. Um, but what that does is that it allows you to hit all of your, um, your, your major platforms. And so you go to Castos for me. You go to Castos or any kind of hub you want. And then um, you upload all your stuff there. You set a profile up and it's all that your little home. And then every single episode of your podcast you do, you just push publish on that one thing and it spreads out to a bunch. So I have it going to Google Podcasts, which I was what I use normally anyway on my drives, um, Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, and then a few randos that I, I kind of use. So it, that, that's an interesting thing too, since we're on the audio part of this. Yeah, just a tidbit because I just didn't know that. So make sure you kind of have a little bit of money. You know, don't spend a lot of money on the software. Um, but you know, there's going to be costs involved. That's just everything we do as a uh, independent do it yourselfers, you know, there's gonna be a cost. So luckily, you know, in this quote unquote business of, you know, whatever I'm doing publishing, um, it's super low cost, very low risk. Um, not a whole lot of money made, <laughs> but it's fun to do. Um, it's great. I, I, I love to do this little business thing. It's still, it's like, it's, I make enough money to make, so it's not a hobby, but I don't make enough money to pay bills with it. So it's kind of a nice little medium. Um, so yeah, it's just, this audio thing, 
it's fun. It's it's a fun time. I definitely see why pe- people really are really into podcasts. I definitely see why people do them so much. You know, quite a few of the podcasts I come across are just like two people in a, in a room talking about random stuff. A lot of a lot of ghosts, a lot of um, a lot of like just serial killer stuff, a lot of true crime, that kind of stuff. You know, harmless stuff that you know people are just interested in doing it. And so really, it's about the quality of production. Um, you know, some some places are like just top notch, just killing it with their professional studios and voice actors and stuff. You know, but you know, I I, I listen to one with uh, two comedians, and it's just the, it's like this setup. Like they have, you know, they're they're ones in California, ones in Oregon. They they have they each have microphones. They each have very simple software. I think they both use GarageBand, and they're just talking. You know, and they and they they done very well for themselves. So you don't, you don't need a lot, um, but there is a cost, and that you know, just it's nice to kind of look at things and, you know, say, oh, well, this is something I consume a lot of. And you just kind of look at how the, look at the nuts and bolts. Like, I didn't know any of this stuff beforehand, and so you don't know until you do it. Um, I guess in a long-winded way of saying things, you know, do it. If, if you have any, in, you know, inclination of doing an audiobook, do it. Anything to do a podcast, do that. Um, if, you, if it totally scares you and you don't want any part of audio, I do not blame you. It is a beast to edit. It is intimidating to, to be in an empty room, quiet room, talking to nobody, and just you know hearing yourself think. Um, it's it's cool, but also weird. Um, I was telling my wife when I was when I was in the middle of editing that it's really odd because everything I'm talking about, well, with the audiobook part of it, everything of the audiobook, I thought of the well. First off, I went to Europe, I came back, then I thought about the story I was going to write, I sat down alone and typed out my inner thoughts onto paper those thoughts were then again read by me to edit them and i read them again and again and again once i did that i put them on the the internet and put it to amazon and they went went around the world and other people read my random thoughts after that i decided it was only fair to do a um a library talk and and so then i went and talked to people about the book in my head then I decided even more of a narcissistic thing is to be like, you know what else I want to do? I want to sit in an empty room and talk to a microphone and an imaginary audience about the things I had in my head that I put on paper. It's a very odd circle. This is all of my doing. It's really weird to think that it's kind of like my own little world I've created now, and I'm going I'm to keep doing it, and it's really fun. Um, I don't take it too seriously, thank God, because I can totally see people being like, self-absorbed maybe um or like if writers get too pretentious and be like oh well i'm amazing it's like yeah of course you think that because you just you know repopulating your ideas in your own head and you're just spitting them out it's crazy writers are weird storytellers are weird and any artist is a weirdo and it's great um and anything to get your your creativity out no matter what the medium is explore it try it out if you suck at it get better or don't do it you know, it's fantastic. I can't draw, I can't paint, but I can hopefully tell stories and I hopefully can tell them in a way that's fun and exciting. And hopefully through this podcast, I can, you know, facilitate, educate, you know, give a little bit of advice to people that want to do what I'm trying to do. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's a fun time. Get a, get a microphone, talk into it, record somebody. That's something that I definitely want to do with audio um, is record people, you know, shocker someone to have an interview on a podcast but you know there's not a whole lot of writing 
slash art podcast like this. So, you know, it's kind of like me just free balling, free thinking. And um, yeah, I love to have some stories on here about other people. Um, so who knows what's coming down the pipe for the old uh, Grants of Publishing podcast. But regardless, thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, I sincerely thank you. Um, I apologize for being a little tired, being a little beat down. Life has a way of doing that to you. Two toddlers have a way of doing that to you every single day, but you persevere like all parents do, like all strong people do, and you just keep on doing it. So thank you again for being part of this weird club I've created. Um, Thanks for supporting me in any way you have, and thank you for staying with me. Uh, Be prepared for more. Uh, Again, chasing uh, Chasing the Kingfish audiobook will be coming out, you know, in incremental chapters. You know, I can't tell you when, I can't tell you how many, but it'll be here. It's going to come down the pike. It's going to be around. So keep looking out for it. Thank you so much.